Welcome to Backyard Broadway. I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. I'm Kat. And <laughs> this is our special guest tonight. Sharon Becker. Yay! Yes. Tonight we are talking pre-Tony Awards. We are going to go through the nominations for you. We're going to give our opinions. Sharon is here because Sharon has seen some of the shows. And Sharon, what are you doing on June 9th? <gasps> I am going... To the Tonys. I'm and we only week. slightly hate you for it. I'm going yeah. to be in the audience for the Tonys. We only hate you slightly. We, we didn't bash you that badly. Yes. <laughs> so Sharon will join us for our post-Tony one as well to give us a full like scope of how the night went because that's I'm really it's interested. It's not often that we can have like first-hand accounts of what the Tonys is really like. Because well, she's the only person that we know that's going. Yes. Not like, <laughs> oh, no shit. I mean, I really don't know anyone that went. and I are like this. But, <laughs> It'll be... You know. And it'll be fun when you all get to make fun of me for all my predictions. Just remember, if you hit me, I will hit you back. Yes. Can we switch? You want to switch? (laughs) So because we are mostly musical related, we will go through the play nominations. We will have some predictions about those. But we will go more in depth into the (coughs) musicals. Um, Sharon has seen a couple of them, so she will be able to weigh in. And we, of course, want to know her predictions as well. So let's just get right on into it. Yeah, we have it. quite the list. Yes. Um, I mean, goodness gracious. So let's start with best play. Okay. We have Choir Boy by Terrell Alvin McCraney, The Ferryman by Jez Butterworth, Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus by Taylor Mack, Ink by James Graham, and What the Constitution Means to Me by Heidi Schreck. Um, by the way, did you look up some of the phonetics for some of these names that we were talking about? I looked up some, but not all. Okay. We tried. So this will um, be fun. Can we yeah. start with, I mean... Gary, <clears throat> a sequel to Titus Andrew. First of all, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Well, no kidding. But I'm just, I know what you're getting at. But yeah. Well, I mean, it was kind of hard to miss. I'm just Titus, <laughs> Titus Andronicus was not a comedy. No, it was not. So, was, like, when they first announced the show, I was like, um, why and what is this going to be about? I just, I wasn't, you know. But then I saw Nathan Lane attached, and I go, oh, it must be a comedy. It has to be, if, you know. And then now I've seen pictures and some video <laughs> with some costuming, and clearly... Okay. no, no, no. It, it was wrong. It was so wrong. But Sharon has opinions on Nathan Lane in general, because when you, you said that you had declined seeing this show, when your friend said, we should go see the show because it's Nathan Lane. I saw him in the front page. Um, I love, first of all, let me preface that with, I love Nathan Lane. But he, like so many other mega stars, um, sometimes kind of he was Nathan Lane, you know. I mean, he 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 had a he had a good part, but um, and he did a great job, and he was funny. But I just um, John Goodman was in it. Um, there were a couple others. It was a couple of years ago that I saw. It. Can't remember the others. But um, yeah, it was um. It was okay. I mean, I just, I thought, well, I've seen Nathan Lane once. Let's go see someone else because I'm sure I will see <laughs> probably Nathan Lane. Yes, we'll yeah. see Nathan Lane again, I'm but, sure. Like I said, he was wonderful, wonderful, and I'm sure he's wonderful in this, but um, yeah, yeah, I just chose I mean, to see something else. From the clips that I saw, clearly it is very funny. And explicit. And very explicit. And I'm a little concerned that because of how explicit it is, it will hold it back from getting best play. Um... I'm sorry. Andrew's having a moment with his pen. My pen exploded on the inside. <laughs> that's okay. That's really a problem. Now that we're talking about, talking about right that. I, we'll get to that when we get to costume design. I because mean, personally, <laughs> out of the ones that I see here, I think Choir Boy will get best play. I really liked the clips we saw of that, the singing, the, you know. From what I understand about it, the plot, 
the messages that they're trying to send, send the the singing, the choreography. Overall, I feel like it has everything that they're looking for for a best play. Didn't okay, especially so, for today's what we're you know the issues of today. Yeah, what the Constitution means to me. I know that Sharon had mentioned that when we, before we came over here because you had said something that there was a little bit of a rumor going around that the Tonys had become a little bit political this year. Do you think that that the, what the Constitution means to me is going to take best play because of that rumor or no? Um, possibility. Possibility. I met <clears throat> a couple of people just standing in line uh, for the shows that were um, on different boards and things like that, and they voiced concern mm-hmm. that this was even nominated. Um, but of course, so much of it is is relevant for today and you know, and it makes sense. Yeah, and that sort of thing. So I, I, I honestly, if I have to pick, I would say that's probably going to win. I have not seen any of these. Mm-hmm. Um, know a little bit about a couple, but just so you don't from what I've heard. Because what the Constitution means to me is only like three people that that would make a difference. I think it's just the content, and that it was written originally by a fifteen-year-old. And uh, yeah, I just think from because of like I said, what what's going on today and right. and how it relates and things like that. I think it I think it might. And it, we were all really surprised that To Kill a Mockingbird did not get nominated. Well, everybody was surprised. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Surprised. That, that is I mean, no secret. It's no. still To Kill a Mockingbird still had the it's had one of the, the most Yeah, it had like 9 or 10 yeah. nominations, nominations I think, but yeah, it was uh, snubbed from yeah. what I've heard. Yeah. Um, lots of different reasons supposedly and no reasons. Yeah. yeah, depending on who you talk to. Oh, I, you know, why? 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 I don't, nobody knows, you know. It's that yeah. rumor mill, guys. Yeah. yeah. So if you had to make a prediction. I'm going to say Choir Boys. Abby says Choir Boy. I'm going to say Constitution. Ca- and honestly. I'm going to say Constitution. Yeah, just for the sure. sole purpose of the content. Yeah. what has been going around yeah. right now, I do think that it will mm-hmm. it will take that award. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hope that it's Gary. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> is, it, is Gary going to be like your No, it's comment? not. But it's it's one of those where it's like. You hope that it's so out there that. That it's so out there that, yeah, the the board is going to be like, like hey, said, what's my, up? My concern about it is because it is very explicit. Yeah. That it's not going to yeah. get that. I mean, yeah. part of me wants to say the ferryman because it did so well in London. But at the same time, Groundhog Day did well in London. And look what it did here. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. Like, don't even remind me about that. That was. So oh God. let's move on to best revival of a play. We have Arthur Miller's All My Sons by Arthur Miller. The Boys in the Band by Mark Crowley. Burn This, which did not have an author attached to it. No. I'm not sure. Um, Torch Song, which is Harvey Firestein's show, mm-hmm. and The Waverly Gallery by Kenneth Lonergan. I honestly have no input on any of these. None of these? So I found clips for All My Sons, um, Boys in the Band, Burn This, but I couldn't really find anything on um, Torch Song on The Waverly Gallery. Those are the two that I had a hard time, I believe. Well, I know Torch Song and Boys in the Band are closed. Right. They were limited runs yes. back in the fall and the summer. Was um, that intentional? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think Torch Song extended one or two times, and Boys in the Band may have extended once. It's getting a Netflix um, movie yeah. with that cast. So. Not for long, though, because it's probably going to be mo- removed and put onto uh, Broadway HD, just like 
Newsies. Well, that was sad. That was oh, sad. Newsies was on there for a while. I, I mean, know. just from just from watching. I mean, I was surprised Newsies was on Netflix for as long as it was. Yeah. To be honest, just from watching Annette Benning's <laughs> the clip with Annette Benning and all my sons, I'm, you know, I know that show. It's a real. You and I both know this show. <laughs> it's a real downer. If it you is, are unaware, it's very depressing. Um, but her performance just in that clip. Alone. It was amazing. So powerful. They both were. But I know Boys in the Band had some really powerful performances from Matt Bomer and um, Jim Parsons. Burn This has, yeah. what's his name from Star Carrie Wars? Russell and yeah. Adam Driver. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if this one's going to be a, like, star-driven win or if it's going to be based on the show. If it's based on the show, I think it'll be All My Sons. I don't know. I'm wondering about Boys in the Band, just because of Jim Parsons. Yeah. Jim Parsons, Matt Cohen, Andrew Rannells. I know. It's one of those shows, though, that has the big stars attached to it. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to, I think, like you said, it's going to come down to, is it the 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 show that has the star power and the message behind it, or the one with the really powerful performances? Yeah. 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 I want to go with Boys in the Band, but with it being a limited run, having been closed since... The fall, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and the Tony, you know, board not being able to go back and revisit it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that works or if they have video that they can go back and review or, or what. Don't get but, me wrong. Personally, I don't want all my sons to win. <laughs> Personally. However, from the clips that you and I have watched. Yeah. But the clips that I watched of Boys in the Band back when it was running, I, I, yeah. I would say Boys in the Band. Okay. I would say Boys in the Band. You're going with all my sons, Abby. Yep. Like I said, I have no input on this, so I'm, I, I'm just you know off the top of my head thinking boys in the band as well. Okay. Yeah. And we're gonna throw Sharon down on that one. I'm gonna I laugh mean, when we're all wrong. When we're all wrong, <laughs> it's gonna be like the <laughs> Waverly Gallery. Yes. Yes. No one knows something. what it is. Yes. <laughs> so let's get into some of these performances. Um, best performance by an actor in a leading role in a play. Cat, want to read those off for us? Or not? Okay. <laughs> Patty Constantine. The Ferryman, Brian Cranston, Network, Jeff Daniels, To Kill a Mockingbird, Adam Driver, Burn This, Jeremy Pope, Choir Boy. Again, we're not super familiar with the plays. And what role, do you know what I role have, these people? Yeah, sorry, Jeff Daniels plays Atticus. He was Atticus. 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 Okay. Atticus. Okay. The only one wondering. that I have seen, of course, is Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know it's it's... The one to beat is going to be Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have not seen Network, but I've heard wonderful things about it. From the clips I've seen, wonder- it was it was very interesting. Yeah. yeah, also heard some wonderful things about Jeremy Pope too. Yes, that's what I've heard as um, well. To be honest, though, I think Jeff was amazing. I mean, Jeff was just he was doing it very well with the rewrite. Uh, he just he's such a a likable character. Yeah, I like from the clips rewrite. that I saw how he made Atticus more personable. He's from, very personal. From yeah. you know, like when you think of Atticus from like from the movie, it's it's not that he's not personal, but he's that very stereotypical you know dad lawyer from that time period, and it was almost you know you could tell. Yeah. Well, he came out and talked after the show, mm-hmm. and that one of one lady in the crowd was kind of challenging him on that on the rewrite and that's what he said he said it's it's the direction it's the way that that the show went he said with the rewrite uh they make Atticus very um they wanted him to be um 
a, a nice guy, yeah. all, all round nice guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they took the drinking out and the, you know, lots of things that they had taken out, I think, from the original. Um, and he does that well. Mm-hmm. And he's very, um, he's very commanding when he's up there in mm-hmm. a, if, if it makes sense, commanding in a very subtle way. He, he yeah. doesn't take over the stage, you know. I was very impressed. I've not seen Jay, Jeff on stage before. Of course, I've only seen a couple of movies. Um, right. But yeah, I thought he did an excellent job, and I, I really, um, I really enjoyed it. He was I, phenomenal I think, in the clips that I saw. Yeah, yeah I think I, I've heard Brian Cranston though is going to be the force. I've heard that to be too. reckoned with, yeah. but really? also that Jeremy Pope, yeah. again, Choir yeah. Boy uh, is closed. But right. I mean, like again, the clips that you and I watched yeah. Yeah. were amazing. So I mean, I'm putting I'm putting down Jeremy Pope. He's going to be my long shot. Like, let's hope that he gets it. I think Jeff Daniels is going to take it because, like Sharon said, the rewrite of To Kill a Mockingbird was, it, it, they kind of flipped the script a little bit, so to speak, on those the two main roles in the show, and he was really at the forefront of everybody's right. mind after yeah. the show had yeah. come to its close. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm going to go with Jeff. I got a sneaking suspicion <clears throat> Brian's going to take uh, over, but I, I, I really, wanna, I I really hope Jeff for Daniel. Too, no, for Jeff, yeah. I really liked him. Yeah. I did, but yeah. well, he was, a, and like I said, he he kind of tied everything in when he came out and talked. It was raining. It was a nasty, cold night, and he came out. You know, the, the bigger stars don't need to come out and talk to the people yeah. afterwards. Yeah. And not only was he signing autographs and 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 smiling, but he signed my book, and he he makes eye contact. Mm-hmm. He looked directly in my eyes and smiled, and I said. Um, I said, I enjoyed the show. I said, it was an amazing performance. He said, thank you so much. And he just was very personal. kind, personable yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> That's good. You know, That's yeah. always nice to find it when it you is. see yeah. those right. bigger stars Oh, yeah, yeah, because I've seen several that come out. It's and if they come at all, they go straight. If they t- talk at all, they don't look at you in the eye. And, yeah, or they'll go, they straight, just, they'll go straight to the, yeah, to the car. Yeah. All right, so best performance by an actress in a leading role in a play. We have Annette Benning in uh, Arthur Miller's All My Sons, Laura Donnelly in The Ferryman, Elaine May in The Waverly Gallery, Janet McTeer in Bernhardt Hamlet, Laurie Metcalf in Hillary and Clinton, Heidi Schreck in What the Constitution Means to Me. Okay, so I don't know what Hillary Clinton and Clinton is about. Sharon, can you give us like a brief synopsis because you <laughs> saw it? It was um, not what I thought it was going to be, but it, it was, of the four shows that I saw this last time, it was probably my favorite. Really? Um, it was. It takes place in an alternate universe oh. during the 2008 presidential run with Hillary. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's, almost <clears throat> it's almost a one-woman show. It's, oh. uh, Laurie, um, Laurie carries just three-quarters of the lines. Wow. Okay. Um, John Lithgow was... Wonderful. Mm-hmm. People have asked me, why wasn't John nominated? And I said, you know, I adore John. I adore John. I think he's an amazing actor. Um, but for this part, he was, he was, the, uh, he was the, the, the support. He, he was the mm-hmm. underdog. He, was the, the, he took all the abuse, I guess, kind of, for lack of a better word. Um, but anyway, it's, um, she's running out of money for the campaign. Um, she is... Um, her her campaign manager is not is telling her, um, you know we're having a hard time. You know we need mm-hmm. to do some things. So she, reluctantly she calls Bill Clinton mm-hmm. to come uh, to uh, New Hampshire, and so he comes. And they just it's just basically a lot of dialogue between the two of them. Okay. And um, I one part that she says that I I she 
she has, I have gotten a, a completely different um, opinion of her after the show. Okay. I saw her in Misery. I was not impressed mm-hmm. at all. I uh, know she was up. She, she was nominated for an Oscar, and yep. I was like, really? Uh, but, you know, everybody has an off night. Everyone has an off night. Everyone has an off night. But um, when I saw her, uh, yes, she and Bruce Willis, I did not like it at all. A beautiful scenery, beautiful set, but um, didn't like the show. And um, when That's I saw her in like this, she was yes. wonderful. Yeah, she was great. Um, she... Um, I, I, I love the I love the chemistry between the two of them on stage. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was very uh, believable. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It was, um, I don't know, it was just it was just the whole, when she first came out, her microphone didn't work. Oh, no. Yeah, and oh, she my. walked out, and she just she came out, and she, that's what she does in the beginning. She comes out, and she flips a coin. And that's oh, okay. how she tells you about the, um, about the, you know, the alternate universe. And her microphone didn't work. And she kind of looked up, the box up there, and she kind of went like this. She went backstage for nanosecond came out with a handheld you know uh-huh. and did her little her little monologue and then she went into the the show but just some of her um oh gosh some of her of her uh mannerisms when mm-hmm. she doesn't want bill to come she doesn't really want to call him but when he comes he knocks on the door she goes to answer the door she does one of these uh, like oh, i can't believe i just did this mm-hmm. and the the crowd just went you know crazy it's yeah. just you can just see the frustration, like I just. She's always had good comedic timing. Yes, she, she does. She She's does. I've, had I adore her really on Young Sheldon. Timing. I think uh, not Young Sheldon on Big Bang. Uh, yeah. Sheldon's mom. I think she's, she's hilarious. Really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, I I, I, I like Lori. Um, I like I like. I the mean, show a lot. I, from what I've I've read, it's looking like it's between her and Heidi Shrek for Constitution. I really, think I heard so, too. Stuff about I so too. Yeah. I've heard about her, too, but yeah. Annette Benning is, in Annette my Benning, mind... Annette Benning, from what I've seen, is amazing. Yeah. yeah. In yeah, my mind, that's that's who's taking it. And that's yeah. such a difficult role. Yes. Yeah, it is. To, yeah. to, to do. Especially if you have children. Especially yeah. if you have children and you've not been through what that character has been through, to find that. Mm-hmm. To find... Like, there are so many actresses... And make it believable. Like, yeah, there are so many actresses I know around here that, you know, I know the person who did it at Clarksville. Yeah. And I heard she did a wonderful job. We were in Hilton Head when it ran, so we well, couldn't see that, it. Well, and that was also by our choice, because by yeah. that point, we were so done with that show. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know a lot of actresses that I would love to see in this role. I would love to see them, you know... But it's one of those parts where I would have to say, okay, I'm going to pre-cast you so that you have the time to find this. Yeah. Because it's difficult. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, her son has died. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's not really an acceptance to it until a certain point in the show. Right. And, you know, for an actress who's not experienced that to step into this role... It takes a lot. It takes a lot. It does. It does. And like I said, it takes a lot to find that and then to make it believable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because some, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of times when it comes to these kind of difficult roles, people will take them on and just play them and overplay it or it's Mm -hmm. too dramatic or they don't play it up enough. Yeah. It's almost like like chemistry on stage between love interests. Yeah. It's hard to get the right fit. Yeah. Um, because you don't experience those feelings with that person. Right. It's yeah. the same right. sort of concept. Yeah. It's hard to find yeah. Yeah. two yeah, exactly. people who have exactly. the proper stage chemistry to play opposite yeah. each other. Uh-huh. It's the same yes. mentality mm-hmm. there. You having yeah. to find that good niche to fall into. <clears throat> so what what are we thinking? I'm saying Annette Benning. That's where I'm going to stand on that one. I'm hoping, Laurie, I don't think so. Quite honestly, I think it's going to be Heidi. 
Okay. Put down Sharon for Heidi. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Annette Benning also. All right, and Kat. I'm going with Lori Metcalf just because I have read a little bit on this particular actress and um, a little, very little on the show itself. But from what yeah. I've heard and what I've seen and read, it seems like she's gonna do well, and yeah. I hope she does. Yeah. So, I hope so too. for best performance by an actor in a feature role, we have Bertie Carvel in Ink. Robin DeJesus in The Boys in the Band, Gideon Glick in To Kill a Mockingbird, Brandon Uranowitz in Burn This, and Benjamin Walker in Arthur Miller's All My Sons. So. Because we've already kind of touched on most of these. We well, can, we haven't really know. talked about Ink very much. Not a lot. No, no I don't what, know much You about looked up it. I don't know much about it. What is it? So it's. Um, is about, that the one where the guy buys the newspaper? Yeah. yeah. It's, about, it's about a newspaper company. And from what I can tell, it was very much like there's a there's a line in there that was like, you know, who cares what the headline is as long as we have readers. So I think it's kind of one of those things where there it's it's that whole thing about news versus fake news kind of thing. And um, I mean, it seems like it's a very funny it has very funny moments, but also has very serious moments. It has some very out of the box kind of set moments. Um, there's also very little like vignette moments that happens throughout this show. Um, so I mean overall, I mean that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's about this newspaper company and and, and, all that, and listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but Bertie Carvel was the original Miss Trunchbull and Matilda. Really? Yeah. For real? I believe so. I'm 98% sure. Um, I I am I looking at Robin DeJesus or Brand, Benjamin Walker. Um, I know Brandon Uranowitz is a wonderful performer, but it's just... Between All My Sons and Boys in the Band, it's one of those things where it's like... I know, I've read both of these scripts. I've seen both of these shows. You know, it's, it's really up in the air for me. It's yeah. just a bit because I didn't get to see either of their performances. Right. You know... Who, who pulled it off better? And from the clips I've seen, I want to go with Robin DeJesus. Mm-hmm. So. The only one I've seen is Gideon Glick, and I, I don't. Uh, it's not, I mean, he did well, but it's not something well, that I you find yeah, no, yeah. special enough to win. The, yeah. And I haven't seen the others, so. I who, who did he play? Deal. Yep, sure enough. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sure enough. That's yeah. Bertie Carvel right there, Miss Trunchbull. Let's see. Yep, <laughs> sure is. <laughs> it says it was original yep. Miss Trunchbull in Matilda. Yep. In, That's awful. Awesome. I believe in the U.S. and London. Mm-hmm. But so what? What do you all have any thoughts I on mean, this one? Or Bertie Carvel was is funny in the clips that I've seen. He really understood the type of character he was playing and portrayed it very very well. However, I don't think it's one of those, like like I said, he did it well, but I don't think it's Tony nomination well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's not that he did it poorly. Like because, because of the dramas that are listed yeah, here? Yeah, so I it's feel, not... yeah, I, I'm probably leaning toward Benjamin Walker for all my sons because, again, that role that they, that he plays, yeah. to find that. And to make it believable and to, you know, find those emotions. And the conflict that he has with 
his other actors on stage that he also has to portray and finding that chemistry with all of them yeah. is not an easy thing with this show. So I'm, I'm leaning toward Benjamin Walker. I'm thinking, well, I'm hoping Bertie Carville will win just because now, honestly, and this is kind of just a spur of the moment decision because knowing the kind of character that Miss Trunchbull is and how difficult it would have to be to land that particular role and what it takes to portray a role like that mm-hmm. I can, I'm thinking that the talent there has to be it, it's yeah. got to be there so I'm I, I don't know much about the show itself but going off of past roles and the kind of talent it takes to portray them I'm hoping he will win and Sharon I really don't have <laughs> and if you don't that's don't, fine yeah I don't the only like I said the only one I've seen is Mockingbird and um I, I, he was getting, it was good. Um, he came out and talked okay. and talked afterwards as well uh, to everyone. It seemed very nice, but um, I don't know. I really don't have an opinion because yeah. I haven't seen the others. So then uh, actress in a featured role, we have Fanula Flanagan in The Ferryman, Celia Keenan-Bolger in To Kill a Mockingbird, Christine Nielsen and Julie White in Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus, and Ruth Wilson in King Lear. And yes, Kat, Celia Keenan-Bolger is the sister of Crutchy. Yes, I know yeah. this. this. I've done the please. research on that. Uh, the Andrew Keenan-Bolger <laughs> who played Crutchy in the original Newsies oh. cast. How, how was she? Because I've always liked her. She was good. Yeah, she was yeah. very good. She, um... um She, since they sort of changed the protagonist to Atticus, I guess, yeah. um, and not so much on Scout. Um, I, like I said, I it was it's a little different. I, I wasn't sure how I was going to like it with the adults uh, as the as the children, but yeah. Um, she yeah she pulled it off. She she was very good. I thought uh, she did a good job. So um, I think she's probably in the running, but not knowing uh, and not knowing that much about the others, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, and, that, and that's the thing with this category is I really don't, yeah. you know, I know some of these actors and I know the talent they have, but mm-hmm. it's hard not knowing the show right, to right, be able yeah. to say, you know, hey. From I what think, I've seen of like Gary, I feel like because of what's in that show, the content of that show, the comedic timing of that show, I feel like it's going to come down to either Julie or Christine. Okay. From the ones that are on here. Yeah. I mean, do we want to make guesses in this category, or do we kind of just want to... I say we'll I'm, just move on. I mean, because we, I mean, yeah. we don't really know much about... It's right. hard yeah. to do these ones without seeing yeah. them. Uh-huh. So... So, the technical awards, are, we, we won't do any um, yeah. predictions on. We'll just go through them. Okay. Um, so, I'm glad I watched all the videos. Yeah, I mean, if you want to comment on anything, especially costume design of Gary, that's fine. Best scenic design. Oh, my God. Can we just not? <laughs> it is forever seared into my brain. You're so welcome that I found that. Yes. So, best scenic design, uh, we have Miriam Buther for To Kill a Mockingbird, Bunny Christie for Ink, Rob Howell for The Ferryman, Santo Lacosto for Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus, and Jan Verst... Lacosto? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because it's, yeah. Jan <laughs> Versveveld. I hope that's right, Jan. Jan Versveveld for Network. This and is why then, they have stage names. Yes. <laughs> well, these, these are, are backstage these are, these people. Are, this is scenic design. Yeah. Costume design of a play. We have Rob Howell for The Ferryman. 
Tony Leslie James for Bernhard Hamlet, Clint Ramos for Torch Song, Anne Roth has been nominated for both Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus, and To Kill a Mockingbird. And then lighting design of a play, we have Neil Austin for Ink, Julie Fisher and Peggy Eisenhower for Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus, Peter Mumford for The Ferryman, Jennifer Tipton for To Kill a Mockingbird, Jan Versveveld and Tal Yarden for Network. And then Best Sound Design, Adam Cork for Ink, Scott Leher for To Kill a Mockingbird, Fitz Patton for Choir Boy, Nick Powell for The Ferryman, Eric Slysham for Network. And Best Direction of a Play, which I kind of want to, you know, because I know you've seen at least one of these, and some of these names are bigger. We can kind of talk about this one. Best Direction of a Play, Rupert Gold for Ink, Sam Mendez for The Ferryman, Bartlett Cher for To Kill a Mockingbird, Ivo Van Hove for Network, and George C. Wolfe for Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus. Bartlett Cher directed the My Fair Lady revival. Um, so I know the chops are there. He was nominated for that. He is a multiple nominee right. um, over his years. Sam Mendes, of course, is also a film director, but he's done a lot. And George C. Wolfe is a big name. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you think Sharon, having seen Mockingbird, what did you think of Bartlett Cher's direction? Um, oh, I, you know, I loved it. I thought... Um, I thought it was uh, it was wonderful. He um, um, the direction would have obviously had to have been there, cons- given the rewrite. Yeah, and absolutely. It, it would have yeah, taken right. a lot of yeah. t- you know tweaks and like, yeah. uh, not even just stage direction, but not you know for the actors, but also for costuming because the kids were being played by adults mm-hmm. and you know that sort of stuff. So it really, that really all falls on to the director when it comes to those things, but especially when they're directing. A play, a movie play mm-hmm. that has been rewritten, rewritten and reimagined. Right. Yeah. That director's yeah. got a lot writing on his yeah. shoulders. It's like, okay, well, we've we've put the faith in this rewrite and in creating this movie into a production, mm-hmm. a stage production. Like, okay, here you go. It's all on you now. It's like, oh god. Yeah. Right. That's a exactly. lot to handle. Yeah. All right. So all in all, for the plays, by the numbers, The Ferryman and To Kill a Mockingbird both had nine nominations. Gary had seven, Inc. had six, Network had five, Choir Boy had four, All My Sons and Burn This had three, Bernhard Hamlet, The Boys in the Band, Torch Song, The Waverly Gallery, and Constitution had two, Hillary and Clinton and King Lear both had one. So, do not flick me with the letter. <laughs> now we move on to the musicals. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Like I said, I'm so glad I put in the research for the plays. I really though. hope it. that we put, doesn't put our listeners to sleep with that. Oh, Jesus. we didn't put them to sleep. They, uh, come on, guys. Everybody has their opinions when the Tony nominations come out. It's very Regardless true. of whether or not you've seen anything on Broadway. Like, we're three people who haven't seen any of these shows. Sharon has seen some right of them. right here. That's how interested I am. Well, then go home. <laughs> okay, I'll walk. Bye. <laughs> All right, so our musicals, best book of a musical. Um, I'm going to go ahead and preface as we talk about the musicals. We will refer to Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations, as just Ain't Too Proud. It's a and long, we will, long title. Yeah, we'll refer to Rodgers and Hammerstein's Oklahoma just as Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And I think that's... The only two that we we are gonna yeah. kind of abbreviate. Yeah. So there we go. Best book of a musical: Ain't Too Proud, Dominique Morso, Beetlejuice, Scott Brown and Anthony King, Hades Town, Anias Mitchell, The Prom, Bob Martin and Chad Begulin, 
Tootsie Robert Horn. Tootsie. Wow. Oh, so <laughs> what is that? Some weird musical form of Tourette's? Right? <laughs> Kat, Kat and I are a little obsessed with Tootsie right now. We've not Just seen it. Oh, my God. Sharon got to see it. Uh, I know she did. I'm very I did. jealous. I know you are. We, <laughs> we do have a playbill from it now because Sharon loves me and brings me playbills. And some of them were signed. I feel like I should come cut her lawn or clean her house <laughs> for all the playbills and magnets she's brought me from New York. Um, so what did you? What were your? Well, you have to. You have to thank Marty for that one. He, uh, yes. He, yeah. He. He uh, made sure you had your playbills this time. Oh, what I were you, love him. Yes, Marty is wonderful. What were your overall thoughts on Tootsie? Oh, I was amazed. Um, I was I was very impressed that they stayed pretty true to form to the dialogue of the show. Um, I um, I'm trying to think who who's um, my gosh, my mind just went blank. Um, Santino who's, who's Fontana. The, no, who's the actor that's uh, nominated? Santino um, Fontana. Right, Santino Fontana. Yeah, oh, he he was. <laughs> He was uh, hysterical. How, how is his falsetto? His what? His falsetto. His falsetto was. Uh, it was wonderful. It was not over the top. It was believable. Um, his costume change, quick costume changes, blew me away. How I many times did he switch he did. from Michael Dorsey to Dorothy Michaels? Gosh, probably quite a few. Quite a few, especially you know during the during the um, um, uh, apartment scene with. Um, the Bill Murray, Bill Murray character, I forgot his... Uh, uh, I, his we're going to have fun trying yeah, to announce his yeah, name, he's got pronounce a, his right. name later. He's, he's actually nominated and, yes. and well-deserved. Yeah, well, uh, well he was great, too. Um, probably, oh, gee, six, seven times. I mean, quite a few. Good grief. But uh, the quick changes, the very quick changes, he had probably at least two or three of those. Ugh. And they were very fast. I don't yeah. want to ever play Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, though. No. Estelle could play But he was great. Oh, yeah, my it was, God. It was Ugh. really funny. Don't it get was, me started. Um, don't oh, get Jesus. me started. <gasps> so part of me is, like, sitting here go, pulling for the prom because I love Bob Martin. Bob Martin wrote um, The Drowsy Chaperone. Yes. And he did the yes. book for Elf. The musical. Well, we've heard a lot about the prom these days because it was kind of a controversial musical. Yes. Yes. Um, but well deserved. Yes. So it, it, that kind of topic does definitely deserve the fame it needs. I mean, when, when the nominations came out, I heard a lot of, you know, this, that, and the other about what should have been, shouldn't have been nominated. But the one comment that stood out while I watched the nominations live was, Dear God, it's 2019. Why are jukebox musicals still getting nominated for Best Musical? <laughs> And it's it's not about the jukebox, about the music within it. It's about the story. Yeah. You know, and I know you're hoping to see Ain't Too Proud when you go back mm -hmm. to New York. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Jersey Boys won for a reason. Yeah. Yes. Jersey Boys is a phenomenal show. It really is. And it's not about the music. It's about Their the actors. Right. It's about the story. And it's about the way they put it on stage. Beautiful was the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was the storyline behind it. It was just, and it's nice to see, well, Cher, you have seen Cher. Yeah. It's nice to see the, 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 their lives apart from the, Glitz and glamour, yeah. right? Know, how no matter whatever Those how behind true it the is. scenes moments. Yes, yes, yeah. And I how, love that, and how that's yes. portrayed. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I saw beautiful last year. That was that was wonderful. Yeah. I uh, want them to make a musical with all Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Stevie About Nicks get Stevie on Nicks that. Life. <laughs> I've watched some of her interviews. Yeah. She had a very interesting life. She did before yes. fame, yeah. even during. It's, yeah. But anyway, that's a, that's top so Sharon, as someone who goes to New York a lot. What are your thoughts on Beetlejuice? Oh, 
I have not That's seen Beetlejuice. <laughs> I have heard wonderful things about it. I'm is it, is excited it, about yeah, Beetlejuice. Is it on your radar, radar to see? No. No. Okay. I didn't like the movie. <laughs> oh, so that's so it's like Christmas Story with me. Yeah, yeah. I don't particularly like that musical yeah. because see, I can't stand the film. I don't like Christmas Story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you hate no. you hate Elf the movie. I but do, you but, liked Elf but the I like Elf the musical. Yes. Yeah. So it just it depends. Yeah. You yes. Know. Yeah. And I'm very excited about Beetlejuice the musical. I'm yeah. sorry. You're just over it. I am over it. <laughs> over it. Hades, over it. And Hades Town, you know, swept the nominations this year. Fourteen very, nominations. Yes. Yeah. So you know, part of me is sitting here like Hades Town is going to take everything. It's going to be the Hades Hades Town Awards, like Hamilton did. Yes. But Ugh. on the flip side of that, you know, we had last year SpongeBob and Mean Girls nominated for twelve each, the most, they did and they won nothing. <laughs> but they one, got nothing. SpongeBob won one. But I'm sorry, yeah, for I will I never, ever, 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 ever forget. Abby's reaction when they did the Squidward's number on the Tonys. It, it still haunts her nightmares. Uh, the tentacles it everywhere. The tentacles it wasn't even the tentacles. It was the weird acid fish dancing behind <laughs> <her>. <laughs> But you have to admit, Whoever who played Squidward and uh, Gavin Lee, the original yes. Bert from Air They had to yes. construct a special chair so that he could sit in those legs. Yes. And he made all of the legs tap dance. And I he was could very not impressed with him that while was he not, was in the costume. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Squidward. It but had it, to do with weird fish dancing. It was a badass <laughs> like, trip. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is happening? All right, so moving on to best original Wednesday. score, Wednesday. book and or lyrics written for the theater. Be More Chill, book, uh, music and lyrics by Joe Iconis. Beetlejuice, music and lyrics by Eddie Perfect. Hades Town, music and lyrics by Anais Mitchell. The Prom, music by Matt Sklar, lyrics by Chad Begulin. To Kill a Mockingbird, music by Adam Gettle, and Tootsie, music and lyrics by David Yazbek. Are you surprised to see a straight show on this <laughs> on this um, list right here uh, for original score? A bit. Yeah, what was, was the underscoring scoring like? Yeah. yeah, what was the score, the underscoring of the show like? I honestly... <laughs> <laughs> So that's not uncommon. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Very, is, very, you know, I pay attention, to be honest. So many mind. shows, you yeah. don't pay attention to the underscoring, right. mm-hmm. and then they get nominated for an award like and this, like, and you're like, why? Yeah, it's exactly. just like last year, the same the same thing that we talked about with Harry Potter and the Cursed Child that was nominated for choreography, and it was stage fight choreography. Yeah. 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 I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, we were all like, how is that? And that's the same thing that's going to, we'll get to that in a minute, but because of Choir Boy. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, on this list... Adam Gettle is the son of Mary Rogers, grandson of Richard Rogers. Oh, wow. Um, so he did To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Um, David Yazbek won last year for yeah. um, Cat Show, The Band's Visit. Yes. Oh, oh my yeah. God, the music. Oh, it is beautiful. That beautifully music. done. Have you, have you listened to The Band's Visit? Did you see The Band's Listen Visit? The Band's Visit? No. Oh. No, I have not. I've, did you watch the Tonys to last yeah. year? I did. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, what's her name? Uh, uh, Katarina? Katarina Link. Katarina Link or Katrina Link? Katarina. Katarina Link, uh, the, that voice was amazing. Yeah. That, like the ethnic sound it had in the music mm-hmm. was phenomenal. I watched. Oh my gosh, I felt like we were all in awe. Yeah, yeah, so, we I really mean, were. I mean, she music, brought us to tears. It was yes. beautiful. It was Gorgeous. amazing. Um, were there any moments in Tootsie? Because David Yazbek did the music for Tootsie. Mm-hmm. Were there any moments in Tootsie during a song 
that you were just like, like it took. No, not really. You can tell musicals aren't quite my thing. I'm more for straight plays. Is is Tootsie um, more of like one of those comedic, like reminiscent of the movie? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. So scenic design of a musical. Ain't Too Proud, Robert Brill and Peter Negrini, King Kong. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> we'll Jesus. talk about King Kong. Oh. Uh, Peter England, Hades Town, Rachel Hawk, Oklahoma, Laura Jelinek, and Beetlejuice, David Corrins. Well, we heard that King Kong got some Viagra. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, one of his appendages awful. were broken. Yeah. <laughs> there was a technical a difficulty Viagra, a couple you know. weeks ago. Oh, really? Air quote, technical difficulty. <laughs> like I said, we made it a little dirty. Y'all well, made they, it like, dirty. What, did, what did he say last night about one of them writing the puppet? Oh, <laughs> oh like, well, clearly Ryan they got the Viagra Crest. kicked in. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest climbed up on the puppet and wrote it. it just stop. It's kind right. of how it works. So, <laughs> well, clearly the Viagra kicked in. So tell, tell us, Sharon, who has seen King Kong. I'm super jealous again. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It was probably the most amazing music I've ever, I mean, I can't even describe it. It really? was just so cool. I mean, <laughs> this puppet that they had, I mean, the people that were that were working it, you couldn't even, well, they were, of course, they were dressed in black and dark gray. You couldn't even see them. But the whole, I, I don't know what genius designed this puppet, but it was amazing. A very well-paid engineer. And why it did not have a whole string of nominations, I don't know. Well, well let here's me... my question, okay, because everyone is fascinated with the puppet with King Kong. Yes. Everyone. That's yeah. all we hear about is this freaking puppet we'll, with King But Kong. the whole show was great. The, uh, I can't but remember. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Is like, do I want to know more about the... The actual show itself, minus the puppet, oh, like the it, music, it was, it the was wonderful. Yeah, the is the, it all um, original music, or is there some nods to that time period? Oh, to the uh, yes, to the time period. To the just the the set was was. How did they Fantastic. do this set? Was it more like just projection? Oh my gosh, I it? can't even describe it. It was it, it, <laughs> never, seriously. I've never seen anything. I was trying to figure out because it all happened so quickly. What in the world they did with the with the boat scene where they're mm-hmm. going you know they're they're going onto Kong Island or whatever, yeah. uh, the oh gosh the lead girl the the one that plays Christiani Pitts I believe is her right, name right Pitts I know is her last uh, name they just they just put the set together so smoothly mm-hmm. during the you know during the whole yeah. show and they literally built this bow of the ship uh-huh. and then they would have a big a big um, screen behind it right and the the videos and the moved all the movie that they had behind mm-hmm. it you literally felt like you were going over the waves with wow them. so do you um, think we're going to be crossing a threshold with scenic design nominations where because we're seeing more and more shows that use projections now instead I would of think you the have classic to. set. Yeah. Do you think that this yeah. will be the year that we finally see more of those shows getting Tonys? Just because of Kong, I would think so. Yeah. I well, I mean, because so. it's the same yeah. with some of the yeah. straight shows. Like <sighs> Network and Inc. both have projections in them. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's why I'm asking if you think this will be the year that those actually take yeah. a forefront. It could, yeah. I mean, I are you I, making I, fun of my hand gestures? Little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I, I don't know that much about the technical part of it. I just know there's some genius behind it. I don't yeah. know, but um, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was like nothing I've ever seen before. Before the Tony nominations, you and I had been talking. We were like, okay, King Kong. It's a, a Joomba, Joomba. Relax. Uh, okay, I'm Steven. Sorry. 
big bugs about falling onto my head. Not a, that, not going to be a thing, guys. We are backyard um, Broadway. Yeah, ha, 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 ha. Let's be living room Broadway for the summer. Um, <laughs> if we can't do it for the freaking winter, we're not doing it for the summer. <laughs> you and I had talked about King Kong potentially getting nominated for a lot of these things. A lot of technical awards. Just yeah, and only one nomination. I'm but just, just based on the puppetry page. alone, we were like, oh, it's it's gonna sweep just because yeah. of the giant gorilla <laughs> on the well, stage. Well, not so much like sweep, but I just thought it was gonna get more more technical oh, nominations so yeah. than right. it has. Right. So that's uh, where she I was had like, an amazing voice. We, she was a yeah. wonderful singer. So I mean, that's, yeah. but because it didn't get nominated yeah. for so many things, I'm wondering like, are we missing something because we haven't seen it? You know what I mean? Like, well, I just wonder if, because um, I, way back, uh, 2012, 2013. He's been following this since the idea was born. I'm it was announced to come to Broadway in 2015. I could bug in my hair. Oh, sorry. Oh. Welcome to sorry. Backyard Broadway. We'll get, we'll get more candles for next time. <laughs> um, but way back, 2012, 2013, when I first found out somebody had made King Kong a musical, it was in Australia. Yeah. And the music I saw from that was all... 20s, you know, Irving Berlin and, you know, all that kind of music. And then, like, a year later, there was a video of the lullaby she sings to Uh Kong, Uh um, which which was an original song. Uh Yeah. But that's what I wondered. Is it a mix of, is that why we don't have a cast album? It's been open since October. Is that why we don't have a cast album? Because there's so much music from that time period that they're having trouble getting the rights to make a CD? Or is it all original music just with nods to that time period? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll have to look you're, at the yeah, playbook. You forget, you're yeah. talking to somebody. That, this was last year I saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we you, didn't even make, yeah. Are we not even going to try and make any kind of... Right, I figure like, we'll do it like we did for the last one for the best play, best revival, oh, okay. and the actors. Okay. Um, but I'll look at the playbill and see. I just wonder, because usually, you know, these big musicals open, they do well. You have a cast album within three months. Oh, right, and it's been right, open yeah. since October, and we still don't have one, and there's still no announcement yeah. of one. Um, Here's the thing, too. A lot of our listeners know how Cat and I feel about King Kong the Musical. It's not anything against the against the musical itself, honestly. It is... I don't like King Kong. I, I, <laughs> I don't like the so, movie, but I, I, have, no I have no desire to see a movie. giant mechanical gorilla on stage. Oh, yes, you would. <laughs> oh, yes, you would. Yes, you would. You oh. would love to see this. It's just, it, I, he even has facial expressions. You're kidding. I mean, no, uh, no. I mean if they can do I a mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It, it's, it's, like I said, it's something yeah. I've not seen before. Yeah. So, moving on to costume design, we have uh, Michael Kress for Hades Town, William Ivy Long for both Beetlejuice and Tootsie, Bob Mackey for the Share Show, and Paul Taswell for Ain't Too Proud. We had talked about the Share Show. Oh my gosh. I I think the Share, I think because Bob Mackey came back and recreated all All of these costumes. And it's not just that he's doing it for the three actresses, he's having to do it for understudies and standbys, and, you know, because everybody's a different shape. You know, it's, there's a lot to this particular show. I know all the other shows have. A lot Phenomenal costume designs. I mean, yeah. the way they did Hades Town, where they took these, you know, mythical gods and kind of dressed them in more contemporary style instead mm-hmm. of, like, the white robes that we yeah. usually see them in or shirtless most of their life. Like, you know, other than that and putting them in, you know, that takes a certain type yeah. of creativity and imagination mm-hmm. to be able to translate that. So we're not saying anything about Sharon's age, but 
you grew wow. up. You grew up with Cher. That's a great in, introduction for this question. In, just yeah, I know. I'm, I'm an asshole. Um, no. Did you ever watch the Cher, Sunny and Cher always, show? Did you? Always. So were these costumes very comparable oh, to yes. these? Yes, 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 yes. So and I mean, or, she yeah. had such flamboyant costumes from start oh, to finish. She did. Yeah. You know, and I can yeah. only imagine that it would be difficult to recreate those. You know, because they are so intricate. Yeah. It, it was, he did it. I mean, it was, uh, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, I remember some of the ones that she, when, when they came out for, um, for the beat goes on, you know, yeah. the bell bottoms, the striped bell bottoms, awesome. and they had Sunny's um, um, fuzzy sh- vest and Best, things like, yeah. oh yeah, everything was completely like it was on the show. The beat goes on. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. I, I thought, I thought he... The beat goes on. Andrew is still just pulsing from the fact that I took him to see Cher in concert. <laughs> I know, I was, that, I was sitting down there right uh, in front yeah, of you. Yeah, I know. And I've seen the Cher show. I'm yeah. not going to say how I've seen the Cher show, <laughs> but I've seen the Cher show, and I, I loved it. I yeah. want to see it live. Um, so that tells you how I saw it, guys. Yeah, um, it was great. Yeah, for, uh, for copyright reasons, we cannot yeah. mention. We <laughs> thought I'm the same Certain <laughs> internet platform. Um, nice. The same way I might be able to watch Frozen. How were the costumes for Tootsie? Um, they were good. They were good. Um, is it, is not, it, it's, I, did they, are they in modern day? Is it not set in the 80s like the movie? Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I'm I don't not, know you that. Know, I, I'm trying to think. Obviously didn't make that big of an impression. Well, yeah. I think the thing with, no, I think they were kind of period. I think he had on Tootsie, a, it's just a yeah. sort of a regular dress like everybody yeah. wears then. Yeah, and I mean, and, like, and that was my concern with, <clears throat> sorry, with Tootsie and like Ain't Too Proud. It's very period type shows, right? Right. So if they can yeah. commit to that time period, yeah. Then they're yeah. doing their job and they're portraying the show yeah. well. But I don't know if it has that it factor right. to win the Tony. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. 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 Like I said, I would. Like, yeah, I think I would. You know, like with yeah. the share show with having Bob Mackie on board. Yeah. Hades Town. You know, with that whole creative side to it, Beetlejuice having, you know, amazing detail from yeah. the movie and how they portrayed some of those very out there characters, yeah. their costumes, you know, those have that mm-hmm. it factor that, you know, at least I look for that, that special thing that they bring to it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah. with Tootsie and Ain't Too Proud, they committed to the time period. They did what they were supposed to do. There was no glaring flaws with that, but I don't think it's yeah. that caliber it's that, that we're caliber. looking for. Right. No, yeah. I, I was not. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I think, wasn't it, isn't it To Kill a Mockingbird? Aren't they also nom- nominated? That for, for a play, yeah. For no, play. I mean, for, for costuming? For, for, for the play. Uh, oh, for costume. the play, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they I were nominated for of, costume. I was kind of surprised. I mean, there wasn't anything that I could see that was I mean, it's the, the same for the fairy. It was just period clothing. Yeah. It was period dress. And so I mean, yeah, Dill was pretty much without a shirt. The whole time. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, I was surprised that that yeah. was nominated. Right. All right. So then we go into lighting design of a musical. We have Kevin Adams for The Share Show, Hal Binkley for Ain't Too Proud, Bradley King for Hades Town, Peter Mumford for King Kong, and Kenneth Posner and Peter Negrini for Beetlejuice. Well, the only one I can can comment on is The Share Show, and it was. And uh, King Kong. And King Kong. And King Kong. And King Kong. Yeah. King Kong. I, I'd say, look, from yeah. the clips that I saw for King Kong, the lighting was. It really brought a, like, the honestly, it, it brought the whole ambiance together. What the, was that? that? The lighting in King Kong. In King Kong. It really, yeah. 
I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. Like, especially with the the clip I saw of the lullaby. Yeah. It was it was thrown in all the right directions. Mm-hmm. It was it helped to enhance properly. the moment. Yes, right. the way it should. Yeah. 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 And I mean, with ain't too proud. You know, I think about it, and I'm like, it's probably just a lot of concert lighting. Yeah, you know, for yeah. for the exactly. Temptations story. Exactly. But what story. about the share yeah. show? Like we well, share show this because so much of it was centered on how the show used to be. Right. You yeah. know, uh, a lot of it was was centered on that. You know how how their lighting was for their right. show yeah. and that sort of thing. So, so uh, nothing that I saw that was, of course, you know, she had big productions and things like yeah. that. So yeah. You've got to have you know lighting for that. But yeah. I, I and then know. sound design, I'm always. Curious. It's one of those categories where I'm just like, why? You know. <laughs> so we have Peter Helensky for both Beetlejuice and King Kong, Steve Canyon Kennedy for Ain't Too Proud, Drew Levy for Oklahoma, and Nevin Steinberg and Jessica Paz for Hades Town. I'm I mean, curious about Oklahoma. Yeah, I am curious. We know about that Oklahoma. they have new orchestrations and new arrangements for a lot of those songs. But we I and I said I was gonna do this last week and I totally didn't look up what sound design entailed. Right. What goes into this category? Is it sound effects? Is it, you know, the way the mics are mixed? Is it the way the, you know, music mics are mixed? You know, right. that type of thing. You know, that's that's my homework for our post episode. I think that's a good so idea. So I can comment on it. Yeah. So. Because when you think of sound design, you think of the music. Well, yeah. you think the musical, but it, it, but that's what the book of the musicals for, like for the arrangements, and orchestrations, things, and the orchestrations and yeah. things like that. So it's kind of one of those where it's like, okay, well, what else did they have that yeah. constitutes sound design? That's that's a very good question. I will look that up and we will answer that question yeah. on our post Tony episode. So best direction of a musical, we have Rachel Chavkin for Hades Town, Scott Ellis for Tootsie, Daniel Fish for Oklahoma. Das McKenna for Ain't Too Proud and Casey Nicola for The Prom. Can you quit laughing at people's names? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering last night. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to make a guess on this one, and it's it's between Oklahoma and Hadestown for me on this I one. I agree. I completely agree with yeah. that. From the new out-of-the-box direction that we've seen with Oklahoma, I think makes it a big contender. And the same with Hades Town. Like I said before, you know, they brought these mythical people and creatures into a more contemporary time frame. So to be able to do that, but still portray who these gods and goddesses and creatures were, yeah, you know, takes a lot. I'm going to have to say it's, for me, going to come down to Tootsie and Hades Town. Because of the clips I saw of Tootsie... I'm sorry. You're 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 sh- you're showing a guy how to portray a female. It's not just, you know, it's not just choreography instruction, you know, with how to dance in heels. Yeah. It's direction on, okay, you're a guy, so you know how to walk like a man. You need to walk like a woman. Let's show you how. Which is one of the best things in the in the trailer for Tootsie is when he first comes in for this audition and he trips on his heel. Yeah. Right. And it right. just, it shows yeah. you within a trailer, yeah. a, a 90 second trailer that he had to, to fight this, you know, he had to learn these things. Mm. Let's move into best choreography. We have Choir Boy, Camille A. Brown, Kiss yes. Me Kate, Warren Carlisle. Uh, Tootsie, Dennis Jones, Hades Town, 
Town, David Newman, and Ain't Too Proud, Sergio Trujillo. And what is this? I'm sorry. What Choreography. 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 Oh. Choreography. Oh, so Choir Boy is one of our straight shows. Yes. That made into this category. And I was very curious, because like we've mentioned before about Harry Potter, what they're being nominated choreography-wise. Yeah. And so I went online and I looked at some clips, and I realized that their choreography is, from what I can tell, a lot of what they're singing is a cappella. Yeah. And so they do a lot of stomp choreography. Um, and like clapping and snapping and step, and, yeah, and step movements. So I think, and that's why I believe they're getting nominated for choreography. But although I haven't seen it, I have a feeling it's going to be a too proud. If you think of all the choreography that the Temps did, yeah, yeah, yeah well, I'm I'm between that and Kiss Me Kate, just I, knowing from the yeah. clips that I've seen, yeah, and yeah. seeing having seen Kiss Me Kate, not this particular production, right? But knowing what goes into a lot of these numbers, yes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they did uh, Too Darn Hot on Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. And it was just all these people in and out, in and out, in these dancing, um, tap dancing with mm-hmm. Corbin Blue. And uh, it was just. So let's move on to best orchestrations. We have Michael Chorney and Todd Sikafoos for Hades Town, Simon Hale for Tootsie, Larry Hockman for Kiss Me Kate, Daniel Klugger for <laughs> Oklahoma, and Harold Wheeler for Ain't Too Proud. No orchestrations is more the um, what they've done with the music, what, yeah. the, what for each song yes. and for underscoring, yes. you know, not just the underscoring though. Right. Instrumentals overall. Yeah. yeah. Once again, just from what I'm looking at, I'm gonna think ain't too proud. Really? Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. because they did it with Jersey Boys, they there were newer orchestrations underneath of it. Yeah. Right. You know, right. They, and they could have just said, oh, no, we're going to stick to what the Temptations yeah. is. If they did that, then no, they're not going to go anywhere with that category. But, um, I, I mean, but I mean, again, Oklahoma, they've done a lot of stuff to it. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm looking at Oklahoma on this one just because I'm, you know, they've talked about in all of yes. their, all of their stuff. How they've done these new arrangements yeah. and these new orchestrations for it and really, Updating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see how it does. Yeah. So let's get into these performances. We will start making our guesses. We will try not to take too much time with this. We know we're running a bit long. So performance by an actress in a featured role, Lily Cooper for Tootsie, Amber Gray for Hades Town, Sarah Siles for Tootsie, Ali Stroker for Oklahoma, and Mary Testa for Oklahoma. Well, I thought Sarah Stiles, she played Sandy. I thought she was great. Yeah. Um, the one that played Julie uh, was good. She had a nice voice, but I, I thought the other little girl, um, the little girl, they're all little girls doing uh, Sarah Stiles, I thought, was, um, she had a lot of personality, a lot of spark on stage. Um, yeah, I, I liked her. I, I don't know. I, I, I only saw the two of them, so. Mm-hmm. That I, stage I, presence is always something yeah. you want to look for, look for when, especially yeah. when it comes to Tony season. It's like, okay, you're not just looking for the vocals, you're not just looking for the right. acting, but you're right. looking yeah. for the stage presence, yes. that kind of yeah. energy that you bring to the crowd. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah it, she it's had a lot of energy. Good, yeah. good, she good. Great. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, in a season with 14 musicals that were nominated, or could have been nominated, only three shows got nominated for yeah. the featured actress role. Yeah. You know, Tootsie, Hadestown, and Oklahoma. I'm personally going with Allie Stroker. Yeah. She is wheelchair-bound, playing yes. Ado Annie in Oklahoma. And it's not because she's in a wheelchair. She's immensely talented. I think anyone knows that character, though. Yes. And the, the physicality that goes into that character. Yes. It's what did they do to, you know, play to her 
ability. Yeah. You know, it, it, what what did they do with that? You know, because you've got the whole part where they sing all or nothing yeah. and then they go off for a romp in the hay. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what? It, how, how does all that play out? Right. So I'm going with Ali Stroker on this one. Were you going with Sarah Styles, Sharon? Yeah. What do y'all think? Amber Gray plays Persephone. Yeah. I'm I'm leaning toward either Ali Stroker or Mary Testa for Oklahoma. Yeah, Mary Testa plays Aunt Eller. I know, and I love Aunt Eller. <laughs> I love that part. I do. It's difficult though, because because Ado Annie's a little bit bigger. I know. You know, Aunt Eller. While when she's on stage, she can steal the show. Oh heck yeah! But but that's why I I think it's going to be one of them from Oklahoma. Well, we'll just put you in between. What do you think, Cap? Um. From the clips that I've seen of Tootsie, and especially now that uh, Sharon has kind of, especially about Tootsie, put some of my predictions to ease, I I really think uh, Sarah Styles. I'm hoping, (laughs) hoping that Tootsie takes it all. Yes, you you just want Tootsie to take it all. Oh my gosh, I'm just (laughs) obsessed. From a 90 second clip of the show I'm like I love this yes <laughs> I love this so best performance by an actor in a featured role we have Andre DeShields in Hades Town Andy I'm so sorry I'm about to butcher this Grotolution Grotolution I'm so sorry for Tootsie um, Patrick Page for Hades Town Jeremy Pope for Ain't Too Proud Ephraim Sykes for Ain't Too Proud Yep, Jeremy Pope got nominated for two Tonys. Yes, yeah. two Tonys in the same season, which I, if I remember correctly, he's like the sixth in history. Yeah. And it's been since the mid-80s that it's happened. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I'd, I'm personally going to go with Patrick Page on this one. Um, but, I like, it could go to Ain't Too Proud, one of them from Ain't Too Proud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go from one for eight too proud. I saw I saw Andy, and he was really good and really funny. He had some great one-liners um, as Jeff, but um, not even seeing ain't too proud. I've got yeah. a feeling. Yeah. yeah. That's gotta, I don't yeah. think I have an input on this one. You don't have an input? What no. about you? I think it's going to be, from the clips I've seen of Jeremy Pope, I think it's going to be Jeremy Pope. All right. And now Best Actress in a Leading Role. Stephanie J. Block for The Share Show. Caitlin Kinunen for The Prom, Beth Level for The Prom, <laughs> Ava Noblezada for Hades Town, and Kelly O'Hara for Kiss Me Kate. I always want to go for Kelly O'Hara because I feel like she's been nominated so many times. I know. And so many times she's not won it. But at the same time... You're going to go with Beth Level. I'm going to go with... It's between Beth Level and Stephanie J. Block. Yeah. I really think Stephanie J. Block is going to take it. Mm-hmm. But my heart is with Beth Level. Yeah. So I'm going to put my name next to Beth Level. Mm-hmm. All right, but you've been burned before. I have been, <laughs> and I always take it not so graciously. So. No, not at all. <laughs> I think I have to agree with you because I have done some reading on the prom, just and honestly, simply because of the uh, storyline content of it. But I've heard a lot about her character. Um, Dee Dee? Yes. <laughs> are you going, are you going with bed level? Sure. Ow. Ow. <laughs> what do you think, Sharon? Stephanie J. Block well, take the it. only one I've seen, of course, is Stephanie. I've heard a lot about Beth, though. Um, I heard she was phenomenal. Um, Stephanie Block was uh, she was wonderful. She was um, she played uh, the mature share, I guess. Uh, she had the voice star. Down. Yeah, the star. Share I heard. Um, 
some of the some of the recordings from that show. Oh yeah. It was uncanny. She has the she had the mannerisms down, she had the speech down, uh, the voice. And it's was all so specific. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well if you've seen them, they were they were on um, Jimmy Kimmel. Doing, what was it? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy they did a yeah, whole yeah, night. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. Cher came out. Yeah. Um, she looked when she first came out, she had on uh, the outfit that Cher wore on the show. Uh, the Cher when we saw her in concert yeah. uh, with the uh, stockings and all that, that's what she had on. She looked very much like her. Um, really? Yeah, uh, body-wise. But, I mean... Of course, no one has Cher's body, but... I mean, she had, her she had face. Very good. Yeah. Very, looked very good. It, it surprised me that Babe, um, and her name just escaped me, Michaela Diamond, who played young Cher. That was her day at Broadway debut. Broadway debut, 19 yeah. years old. Yeah. You know, caught, told them at her last audition, said, I leave for college in two days. I have to know. Yeah. I oh, have wow. to know. Yeah. <laughs> and within 30 minutes, she was called, and, and she... It surprised me she was not nominated. But then again, it would have... She was nominated. Huh? She was nominated. She wasn't nominated. Michaela Diamond was not nominated. I thought she was nope. nominated. For, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm I mean, it, and it, it surprised me because just... Hearing what she's gone through for the part and seeing the clips that she she's done, I feel like you know how did you think she did at, at that age for share? At her age and finding out that that was her Broadway debut, I thought that was she was very good at that. Um, that she did the part well. Um, Tony material, in my opinion, probably not. Not yeah. yet, maybe. Not yet. Not, yet. Yet. not yet. yet. Okay. Yeah. Right. But. Um, so definitely Actually, it has the makings for it, though. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes, she does. Yeah. She had a wonderful voice. So are you going with Stephanie J. Block on this one? You know, <laughs> I hope so. I thought she was good, but yeah, I have a feeling she's going to be that my death. Abigail? Oh, I don't know. Uh, close your eyes and point. I'll go with Stephanie. All right. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? And then we have an actor in a leading role, Brooks Ashmankus for The Prom, Derek Baskin in Ain't Too Proud, Alex Brightman in Beetlejuice, Damon Dono for Oklahoma, and Santino Fontana for Thanks for fixing that, Tootsie. by the way. Yes. <laughs> Santino Fontana, sorry. Santino Fontana. I, I'm yeah, a whole thing. I mean, what do you, are you going to go against us? Andrew Cat and Sharon all think right, Santino. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly. Like, part of me wanted to, to say Alex Brightman just because of yeah. what he's... The physicality of Beetlejuice. I know. And, you know, he's he's doing watch a voice. Us be, he's, watch us all be wrong, and it's going to be Damon from Oklahoma. Or, or Derek Baskin. Yeah, you know. I'm going to say Alex Brightman. All right. I'll go Beetlejuice. So, in the best revival category, we only have two shows. Kiss Me yeah. Kate and Oklahoma. I think Kiss Me Kate. I think Oklahoma. I think it's going to be Oklahoma. I figured. Just because they've re- completely reimagined. They took the 99 revival of Kiss Me Kate and they've updated the orchestrations and they've kind of updated some of the choreography. Yeah. But it's pretty much the same show. But I o- hope Kiss Me Kate wins. But Oklahoma, <laughs> it's a completely new show. They've completely updated it. They have done these new arrangements, these new orchestrations. The characters, they've done different things with I'm hoping that it's Oklahoma now it yeah. might be a little too out of the box for best revival yeah but I'm hoping that it's just enough 
that it makes them stand out. Yeah. Am I going to be a lone wolf, Sharon? Are you going to... What are you, what are you thinking on Best Revival? You know, I, I know nothing about Kiss Me, Kate. I don't think I have an opinion on this. You don't <laughs> have an opinion on this? All right. Oh, I'm all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to Best Musical. Dun, da, da, da. We have... Sorry. <laughs> wow. Oh, you <laughs> the Did I jump the gun? My we, bad. <laughs> we have Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations, Beetlejuice, Hades Town, The Prom, and Tootsie. Tootsie. Cat thinks Tootsie's gonna win. I'm obsessed, guys. Can you tell? I'm gonna be completely Tootsie. honest with you. I know you love it, but I don't think it's gonna win. Oh, I want to do some I'm I'm leaning toward win. the prom. I think the prom is gonna win, but I'm hoping Tootsie wins. Well, I've seen it, and I don't think it's going to win oh. as good as it was. But I honestly think it's gonna be Hades Town. I agree. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be Hades Town. Sharon yeah. and Abby. As much as I love what I've seen about Beetlejuice and everything, I think Hades Town is gonna sweep. Get that. I just wrote Hades instead of Abby. Wow, what do you really think about me, Andrew? <laughs> Freudian slip much? Are we both on the prom? Or you want Tootsie? I think the prom is going to win, but I want Tootsie to win. It's, I love you, and okay, I know I, I love have, it, but I don't like, think it's going to win. When I saw, um, when I first was introduced to Kayla Settle as the, oh, bearded Jesus. Woman, <sighs> the bearded lady in um, <laughs> They Hate Me. The Greatest Show. And The Greatest Showman. Um, I have, like, when I have my mind set about an actor, a show, music, anything. I, I She's maybe worse than Andrew. Okay, you know addictive personalities? Um, I'm addicted to Kayla Settle, and thus far I'm addicted to Tootsie. <laughs> so I'm screwed. I mean, that's uh, the only reason I don't fine. think it's going to win is it's a great show, it's funny, but it does not have, other than the guy playing a woman, it doesn't have... I know. That yeah. thing. But am that I, do factor. I have permission yeah. to have that yeah. thing here. Do I have permission to jump on your couch if it wins? <laughs> if you Good break it, you're buying brief. me a new one. That's fine. I'll, I can All right. It. So by the numbers, Hades Town led with 14 nominations. Mm. Yes. Ain't Too Proud had 12. Yes. Tootsie, 11. Beetlejuice in Oklahoma, 8. The Prom, 7. Kiss Me Kate, 4. Share Show, 3. King Kong, 3. Be More Chill, 1. And then there were three musicals that did not even get recognized. I'm surprised no. that Pretty Woman didn't get Head Over Heels, Pretty Woman, and Getting the Band Back Together. Okay, but Head Over Heels, we did not hear great. No, it things. ran a couple of months. Getting the Band Back Together ran one month. Yep. Okay, month. wasn't Head Over Heels the one that we watched the yeah. clip? Yeah. It was weird it looking. It was real weird. It was, they took the story of Arcadia and set it to the Go Go's. It oh. was weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but Pretty Woman's been open since August. Yeah, and it's like all these other shows opened in that fun little right before the Tony Award time slot. Yep. You know we're gonna forget about Pretty Woman. Yeah. But Pretty Woman is still selling to. Crowds, I'm, I'm very you know? surprised it didn't get any nomination. Yeah. It sounded like it was wonderful. I mean, it has to be. It's still going. Yeah. It's coming up on that year marker. So to to sum everything up, I mean, not sum everything up, we do have a couple of special Tony Award categories. Lifetime Achievement in the Theater, Rosemary Harris, Terrence McNally, and Harold Wheeler. And then special Tony Awards are going to Maren Maisie. It's a posthumous award for her advocacy and leadership within the theater community as a brave and dedicated voice for women's health issues and organizations. Sunny Tilders and Creature Technology Company are getting a special Tony Award for King Kong. All right. For the puppetry. And then Jason Michael Webb is getting a special Tony for the vocal arrangements for Choir Boy. Mm-hmm. And then the Regional Theater Tony Award is going to Theater Works Silicon Valley in Palo Alto, California. And the Isabel Stevenson Tony Award is going to Judith Light. 
Yes. All right. Judith wow. Light. Judith Light. So. There's a lot to look forward to. Yes. <laughs> we got a lot to hear about. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Sharon is going. So excited for you. Yes. Yeah. I it's hate you nice. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have that like firsthand account though. You know, yes. you're going to be right I was there. amazed that I had no idea that the general public could go, but. We found out through a little research that any time that it is held in a large theater like Radio City Music Hall, if they have extra tickets, they go to the public. But they sell out like that. Yeah. You had to be online. Uh, Marty heard about it. Um, it was like Tuesday morning. They said be online at 9 o'clock. He was online. These two tickets are available. Do you want them? And before he could put them in and say yes, they've been, they've been <gasps> sold. They've been oh, sold. These no. two tickets are available. Do you want them? Yes. Taking five times. Didn't think he was going to get it on the fifth time. You've got the tickets. Uh, we are in the nosebleed section. Yes. You're the there. Hands. Of course. You are okay. there. You're there. You are yeah. sharing it, oxygen yes. with the biggest yes, names on Broadway. Yes. It'll yes. be interesting to hear how the night went. Yes. The crowd, yes. what that is like. The red carpet. Um, the red, I mean, yeah, if you decide to red well, carpet we, it. They said to be there at seven, no later than seven o'clock or you will not get in. And, of course, it doesn't start till 9. So whether or not they had, like, the general public come in and then the stars with their red carpet. Right. So well, not, the red carpet starts studies. at 5, I think. Oh, yeah. The show later. starts at 8. At yes, eight. So oh, nine. the yeah, red carpet eight. usually starts at five or six on yeah. CBS. Yeah. And then. Um, and we can't even watch it live, which sucks. Well, we can on TonyAwards.com. No, Abby. Oh, Abby's not going to be here. I have to go to a wedding. Oh, Bye. My Bye. Because my husband's in the wedding. Yes. Oh, so gosh. we will be watching the Tonys on Monday the 10th. <laughs> but everyone else should tune in to CBS on J- June 9th, yes. 8 p.m. Yes. Watch the Tony Awards. Watch for them to scan the balcony at the very oh, top yes, on the wave. end. <laughs> and look for Sharon. Yes. Look for Sharon. Yeah, the hardest thing I'm having right now is trying to figure out what to wear. I haven't, oh. I haven't been in formal wear, wear since high school. Oh, oh good. That's great. Yes, it's Everything I look required. for, I either, I either look like, it's, it's either a shroud or I look like Katy Perry with like, you know, that move. <laughs> oh, cut out. oh goodness. I can't find anything. But, yeah, yeah. So. I'm so. sure you'll look fabulous. Yes. And you'll have a great uh, very time. Very much so. Yes. We'll, we'll see. I mean, just the appropriate. <laughs> The sheer fact of just being, I don't care how many thousand, how many thousand square feet Radio City Music Hall is, you are sharing oxygen with the biggest names on Broadway. Uh, you sound is, like I such know. a creeper right now. I am <laughs> losing, I would be losing my mind. My mom You're losing gonna, your mind now. You know what, yeah. bite me. Get away. Later. Don't. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's just uh, so neat when they come out, you know, after the show and talk. Yeah. yeah. And chat, you know. Yeah. yeah. You can tell, I mean, some just really appreciate, James Earl Jones, I'll never forget, a couple years ago. He was the nicest man I think I've ever met. He was so, he just stood there and smiled at everyone. Aww. Where are you from? What do you do? Where are you from? You know, just, some of them were just so interested. Oh, Mufasa. 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 Oh, wonderful. So we want to thank Sharon. Big thank you for joining yes, us. thank you, thank, thank you. you. For our pre- thank you for having me. Pre-Tony episode. Um, we're going to... Wrap up here in a minute. Wrap up. Abby is talking to her daughter, daughter and then Dottie? we're going to say goodbye. Dottie. Her, her daughter. And then we're going to say goodbye. And check out the week after the Tony Awards because yes. we've got to wait for Sharon to get back. <laughs> yeah. we got to wait for Sharon to get back. That one won't be as business related. We'll probably be losing yeah. our shit yes, that one, after that. That one we'll talk about how wrong Andrew was on everything. Yes. <laughs> and how not nice you're going to be because and, you lost a bunch. And how sad I'll be that Tootsie Bear. All right. So with all of that being said, I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. 
Maddie. I'm Kat. I'm Sharon. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.